0: As a born-again believer, you have the DNA of Jesus. Be ready to be activated and launched into your identity as kings. Receive impartation to succeed in life. Recover your ordained sphere of influence. Receive strategies to unlock wealth building for your family and advance the kingdom on earth. Be initiated into the lost tribe of kings, rising to reign and rule alongside the King of Kings. Learn more about how you can connect with us by visiting our website, kingsandwealth.com. Again, our website is kingsandwealth.com.
1: So with strategy, this is the final one. We need to be looking at the laws of giving again. Don't just give, we need to sow. And when you sow, think differently. You're investing. It's not just sowing. You get so tired of the word sow, 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 sow. No, you are investing. And not just somebody's telling you to do that. No. Do it with strategy. With sowing, Again, don't do it blindly. Give your seed an assignment. This is something I've learned from my apostle, from my spiritual dad, Ryan Lestrange. He's just so awesome in teaching that. Giving the seed an assignment. And then the other thing is, is this is my thing. Check the fertility of the soil. Is it good soil? Is it bad soil? People don't talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) and then the last one is sewing into Abrahamic Abrahamic covenant number one okay (laughs) another big elephant to tithe or not to tithe that is the question Okay, let's look at first principles. Why does God require us to tithe? This is what I have, but maybe before you look at it, can someone tell me why does God require us to tithe? Where's the microphone, Myrna?
2: I believe one of the purposes of tithing is for the to the church, local church, and your community to be able to carry out the ministry, to keep the ministry going, and also it's supposed to feed the poor, the widow, and those that are without. And when we all sow, according to the word of God, there's no lack in the church because the church has been sustained by the body of Christ of a local ministry. And I believe our tithe belong only to the local church. My spiritual father, Fred Price, He was the number one teacher about tithing to me. I mean, in the church, that's what he taught us, Mm -hmm. that a tithe belongs to our church. And offering, you could, so offering, I mean, so you're offering to different missions, organization, to be able to continue to expand the gospel.
1: Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay, let me just put out a disclaimer there. I am not your spiritual leader, but I tell you what worked for my family. If you have an issue with me, don't take it up with me. (laughs) Because I will tell you exactly how I do it and what worked for us. Okay? And you can go figure it out yourself with your pastor or your spiritual leader. But I tell you what worked for us. Very good about the principle. So, my question is regarding the tithe, the 10%. The principle of purpose, that's what we've been covering. We know we want to be a blessing, blah, blah, blah. We've all covered all that. But the question is the tithe, the 10%. You want to say something, Akane? Um, hold on a second. Well so first of all it's biblical, so that's that's why I do it I'm talking also from my experience. I've done not tithing before and tithing before. I think I like the latter, so I like tithing. For my experience if if I'm giving out ten percent of my income then I know what my income is. So it gives me also discipline. And um I believe that um um it's God who gives me power to get wealth. So that's 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 nothing. Ten percent is i mean the least that i can give him back mm-hmm. and i believe that uh you talked about seed sowing i believe that tithe is like um if i want to give a picture like clearing the ground to sow the seed so that that's that's the first f- the first thing you do before you put the seed in the ground mm-hmm. so okay yeah whatever yep. ways yeah No, you can just give your views, it's okay. It's all free for all here anyway. <laughs> I will give my views later on. I think,
2: I think it's just like giving to God what belongs to him. Okay. And, and the scripture that comes to mind is give to God what belongs to God and give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And I mean, we pay our taxes, we, we do all of this, and, and it's just like it's, it's God's. Actually, everything is God's, yes. but, and he's just That's requiring right. us to give back that 10%
1: yeah that's the question. Is it a requirement of ten percent? This is what I'm trying to get you to think about. yeah everybody agrees we have to give back right you know because we're custodians because we're stewards, right so go ahead you can you can go ahead and, and um share so your view. yeah
3: my my personal experience uh to giving the tithe uh it changed everything. I did it, and I did it not. But my experience is it changed everything. So, and it's a personal thing between you and the Lord. Um, and, and if you do that, you say, I trust you, Lord, also with my finances. And, and the whole thing is in the Lord's hands. And so, and it's what I experience is it's very important, um, and it's also good to uh, sewing over the tithe. Über in send hinaus.
1: yeah okay now again I'm saying we're not disagreeing on giving yeah the question is about the 10% okay and also we want to give more and more but what I want to do is to try and just bring us back to scripture again
3: Hmm. no I'm go ahead keep running running with it go ahead
1: (laughs) <laughs> that's right okay i want us to just go back to first principles okay i know everybody has got their views this is a very very hot topic this is a very hot topic and like i said i will share with you what we did because it worked for us you don't have to agree you can just apply whatever things that, that whatever that works for you okay you don't have to you don't have to agree you don't you're not submitted unto, under me but i share with you what i have done what we have done in our family all right. And but before that, I think we all agree giving, okay, to tithe, the principle of tithing will free us of mammon bondage. All right? And for me, I want us to look at Romans 11:16. What's the point of tithing? Is it about a 10% or is it about sanctification? Is it about the 10%? Is it about, yes, you know, we're giving back, it's all that, but look at Romans eleven sixteen. Romans eleven sixteen says, and since Abraham and the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy. Just as the entire batch of dough is holy because the portion given as an offering is holy. For if the roots of the trees are holy, the branches will be too. So if, So, you know, if we're giving, let's say, 10%, or 15%, or 20%, when we give that 10%, yeah, the whole point is that everything is blessed. The 90% is blessed. This, I totally love this principle, okay? I totally love this principle. And you can always also discuss about whether you want to give to the local church, your local church, or, you know, this sort of stuff, you have to figure it out yourself. But I agree, in principle, with the idea of giving that percentage and the rest will be sanctified and blessed, okay? The rest of our wealth and possessions are sanctified and blessed when we give a portion. Now, for me, okay, again, I'm very, very out there. I'm very transparent. My husband and I, we fought like cats and dogs because he was a big earner as an attorney, okay, like I said, you know, he didn't get a lot of um, love. He was rejected a lot in in those churches, you know, and uh, in a lot of, and unfortunately, that was what he went through. I tried to, you know, kind of like in between. It didn't really work for him. But the point is, he felt like a lot of these, a lot of churches are not educated enough financially to be able to manage our 10%. Because we have seen a lot of churches going into excesses, extravagance, and wastage. Sorry. Poor stewardship on their side. So being attorney background, both my husband and I were going through this in our heads. Okay, <clears throat> Malachi, Malachi 3, everybody calls Malachi 3. Everybody, okay, we have to give the 10%, we'll be raw, blah, 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 okay. It's very easy to quote that. It's very easy to quote that and insist on that simply because it's in the Bible. But you know what? I mean, if you're not even examining how that money is being used, I'm sorry, I just don't agree with that. It's very easy to be exposed to abuse, That's just my view. Again, I'm telling you, disclaimer, okay? My attorney background. This is my view. You will be opening yourself to abuse if you don't check the fruit of the people you're giving to. Because Jesus said, right? Look at the fruit. If you want to give your 10%, go right here, give 20%. I mean, I would want to be able to just give 10, 20% and more and more, you know. But I don't know about just giving to one place. Because over the years, my husband and I, we wrestled with that. We wrestled with that. And in our environment here, in this city, we wouldn't entrust 10% with any churches. I'm sorry. Not our 10%. But we gave a lot. And then the other thing is, when they say Malachi 3 and everybody has to give 10% to a local church, does this mean that we switch off our gift of discernment I mean, how come we're not supposed to operate in discernment in this area? I'm just posing questions for you to think about. Doesn't the Bible say we're supposed to exercise our discernment, good and evil, you know? And then what if the leaders of a particular church, I'm not saying it's your church, I'm just saying the place that you're, you're really having some questions. You're not allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed to challenge What's the point of saying that you have the mind of Jesus Christ and saying that you're brilliant, but then, oh, 10%. And suddenly everything is shut down because it's 10% Malachi. I'm saying if your leaders are great, you want to support, go right ahead. But if there's some sort of abuse and you know about it, I don't know. Or, you know, just lax with Governance not tight on governance because a lot of them are not educated in this area. You can jump right in and help them, (laughs) help them clean it up. But I'm saying, I believe God has given kings a brain and every believer the gift of the sermon. Something to think about. And the most important question for me is, hey, do we obey Malachi 3 because of fear or faith? Oh, we're freaking out because we're not giving out 10%. Oh no, oh no, what's going to happen to me next? I mean, hello, I thought we were under the new covenant. I don't think God's operating this way. He doesn't need our money. he's pleased anyway that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah I'm, again I'm not disagreeing with the giving you know I'm just talking about just examining a deeper principle you know just just like being full on sharp about giving why do I say that because we've we fought for years we fought for years about this issue okay we decided to settle on this. I'm saying that's what happened between my late husband and me. We decided that we want to be a cheerful giver and not use the Bible to slap it over each other's head. Be the cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9.6, where Paul wrote, but this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart. In his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. So which, which scripture is valid then? Huh? Malachi or this? This is new covenant. This is new covenant. We are new covenant believers, or are we old covenant believers? Because I believe God looks at our heart. You think He cares if you're giving grudgingly or you're giving out of fear? No, I don't think. I don't think it's pleasing at all to God if you're giving out of fear or you're giving grudgingly. I mean, if you give ten cents and you're happy to give that ten cents, wouldn't He be happy with you? I, I believe He's looking at my heart. Because God loves a cheerful giver. So for my family, we decided to go for this standard. We united, united, as unity. We united on being a cheerful giver. And then I don't know what happened. Boom, the Lord started blessing us. We didn't tithe, not to one place, or the local church. Not his 10%, it was too much money. No, they, they yeah, we, we knew we couldn't entrust that 10% to just a local church. I'm sorry, but that's just what we did. You can be judgy about me, I don't even care either. <laughs> but this is what we did, it worked for us. Because I believe... God loved our unity and God loved our obedience to being a cheerful giver and not give out of fear and not give grudgingly and not fight over giving. Yeah, we are supposed to, that's the principle we all agree. You know, we are supposed to be giving, honoring him with our wealth, helping this and that and all that kind of stuff. There is no, there's no dispute that we all understand that. It's about the heart, right? So is it really about the 10% or is it about honoring the Lord with your heart and what you give? And if you're giving a certain amount, it can be 90%. It can be 5%. But if you're honoring him, if you're honoring him with that, with that gift, he sees it. He sees it. Who cares what other people see? or say. Honor the Lord with your wealth and the first fruits back then, you know, blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah, but it's about giving and honoring God with our best, with our best. You have to decide with the Holy Spirit what is your best that you can give. And I think the Lord appreciates that. He knows you're giving your best and who who, who are we to be pointing fingers at other people again, you know, trying to pull lo- trying to point at that log in the other person's eye. You decide for yourself, for your family, with the Holy Spirit. Because He doesn't need your money. Don't forget that. He doesn't need your money. We need to be giving so that we are free. But more than anything else, I think He really blesses us when we are united, when, we, when as husbands and wives, we are united on this issue, and we give cheerfully, and we are honoring Him with our heart attitude. Okay, 2 Corinthians 9, 6-12, the Passion Translation. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Like giving flow from your heart, God loves hilarious generosity. It's about the heart attitude. He looks at our heart. Again, it's always about heart. I believe God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. Okay, but I want to bring you to um, the New King James Version. And I just want to divide the word really clearly here. First, he supplies the seed to the sower. When you sow with the seed, he supplies the seed. And bread for food. Now, don't mix up the seed with the bread. I'm just going to point... This is so important. Because of a lot of, I believe, pressure from, you know, over the years in, in, in church circles, people end up giving bread when they're, when they're starving, sorry. <laughs> you know, they end up giving bread. But the word says to supply the seed, to, give the, to sow the seed, not sow the bread. And if you, if you sow a seed, and then he multiplied the seed so that you can give even more. And I think it is okay to give a seed and not the bread, which means if you feel like, oh, there's pressure, there's manipulation, there's like, oh, I feel like I don't really want to give again, then you are giving grudgingly because you feel like you have to give. But if you don't give yeah well you're not enjoying the harvest either so you have to decide for yourself sometimes it can be small but if it's the right is the seed that's right for your season then sow that seed and then the lord will multiply that seed so my name is Caroline Quigua, and uh, I was
2: invited from
0: uh,
1: Anne
2: Marie. <laughs> it was really, really nice. I came from Munich, and I was so I'm so happy to have been here and I met so many nice people and the, all the topics were so nice. It was just not just about business, it was about our life, about many, many topics of
1: uh, just content, so much topic about our life and I'm so thankful to, 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 to uh, for this moment. You to talk about something else.
0: You can purchase our 2022 Kings and Wealth Conference Package at our website, kingsandwealth.com. The Kings and Wealth Conference Package includes 16 hours of strategic teaching by Y.E. Schmidt and other high net worth investors, course materials, YE's new book, Kings on the Rise, in ebook format, as well as a bonus paperback version of Kings on the Rise. This powerful elite package is available to you for only $99.55. Visit our website, Kingsandwealth.com, to purchase this life-changing resource now. Again, our website is Kingsandwealth.com.